Welcome to Inspiring Business with your host, Mark Bullock, who is the co-founder of Videosocials.net and of VideoInterviewPodcast.com. In every episode, Mark interviews business and organizational thought leaders who share their stories of how they inspire others by making a difference. You can find this show on Videosocials.net and YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and almost any podcast platform of your choosing. Welcome, and I am very pleased today to have a friend and longtime client, Andrew Welchek, uh, as my guest. Andrew is a highly experienced commercial real estate lawyer and is a partner with the Cohen, Hockman, and Allen Law Firm in New York City. Welcome, Andrew. It's great to have you today. And the voice you just heard on the intro, I might point out. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to bring it up if you didn't, but yes, I um, I chose you and you, and you accepted to do the voiceover. I really appreciate that. Um, I think you have the voice of wisdom, uh, and I my, and my, my son, who is a among other things a professional DJ, says I have a great face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, my friend. You and me both. <laughs> so, Andrew. Uh, We've known each other for a little while. You've done a number of videos. Uh, you've um, been endeavoring a bit with uh, your own uh, podcasts, et cetera. Um, but, you know, you're, you're right in the mix of it. You're in New York City. You're a commercial real estate lawyer. Um, but nobody, want, you know, goes to high school or whatever and thinks, when I, when I grow up, what I want to be is a commercial real estate lawyer. How did that happen? And, and why do you do it? Well, I'm going to take it backwards. I do it today because I really enjoy solving problems. And I've been doing it in the commercial real estate area and corporate condo area in New York City for almost 40 years. So despite any uh, limitations, I, I have in fact learned quite a lot. And I know what I'm talking about. And I get a kick out of helping people who have problems. And if you own property in New York City, you are going to have problems by definition. And so it's a real pleasure to be of service and it's an intellectual challenge. Now, how I got to that place is a much longer soap opera story. I was a civil rights lawyer in New Orleans and then starting a family. And my father was in his final illness up here in New Jersey. So I looked for work and I had a contact at the, uh, the uh, ACLU because I had done some work with them. And the uh, president of the ACLU said, well, call Fritz Schwartz. And I, I didn't know Fritz Schwartz from Fritz the Cat. And, uh, but he took my call. He was then the corporate counsel for the city of New York. Hmm. <laughs> And as well as a, a member of the family of FAO Schwartz, the toy store. Uh, and he said, well, we don't have any, we don't have any uh, openings, but uh, call uh, over to the New York Attorney General's office. And I uh, got an interview there. And one of the interviews was with uh, the Real Estate Finance Bureau, which is the agency that regulates the developers known as the sponsors of co-op and condo developments in New York. New York has one of the strongest statutes in the country regulating the sale of co-op and condos. 
And that's enforced by the Attorney General's Office at the Real Estate Finance Bureau section of that office. And uh, I got a job there. And the first day on the job, they gave me a book. This was back in the days when you still used books and didn't do everything online. And it was called the Condominium Act. And he said, read this. And, you know, despite my best efforts, uh, I have, in fact, learned a great deal. Uh, through no small part, in fact, my best efforts. And that's how it happened. Absolutely fascinating. I had no idea your background. Thank you for thank you for sharing it because um, you know you you started out making a difference, and now you make a different difference. But it's but it's the fact that you are making a difference because you are helping people by solving problems. And and uh, um, so I I think that 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 gives us a, a sense of why you do it. But how do you help your clients? Well, because I, I'm literate, uh, I can read a condominium declaration, the bylaws of a co-op, the terms of an easement, the language in a license agreement between adjoining property owners, a title survey, uh, a title report, all of the data, all of the information associated with the kind of problems that my client might have. If, that, for instance, a restaurant gets sued by somebody in a wheelchair alleging that they can't get into the restaurant, I know architects who can figure out how to solve that problem and to resolve that lawsuit without having to go to trial. So that's how I do it. I know what I'm doing, and I'm always looking for solutions. Very often, clients through no fault of their own, because they just don't have any other experience. Think of, well, if I'm calling a lawyer, I'm calling a gladiator. I mm. have involved in a fight. And yes, you will be in a dispute. There are things that have, start out as disagreements. People are not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not honoring the contract or they're not respecting the neighbor's property or some other disagreement. But it doesn't mean it has to be fought out it can very often be negotiated out. And you, and I think that's kind of pivotal, right? Because, um, look, there are attorneys that focus on, you know, litigation, per se, and, and, and taking things to court for, for that fight. But um, one of the things that I know about you, and, and, and frankly, many of our clients, we seem, seem to attract clients that are more in the realm of negotiation, mediation, arbitration, um, and, and, and looking to um, solve the problem um, rather, rather than um, fight it out, right? Because fighting it, fighting it out, it's, it, it's, it's, it's just going to cost a lot of money. It's going to take a lot of time um, and you may not win. That's right. And your money is better spent trying to get to a, favorable result. Uh, and this is not about justice. This is about, at best, fairness and efficiency. If you want justice, go to shul, uh, you know, go to church, uh, 
Lenny Bruce was famous for saying that in the halls of justice, the only justice is in the halls. Uh, <laughs> that which is to say, between the parties. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, the judge is not going to wave a magic wand and make your neighbor who's encroaching on your backyard into a better neighbor or a better person. You're going to have to work something out with them. And they may need to pay you some money and they may have to face that reality. And you might even get a judge to convince them to do that. But you're better off trying to convince them yourselves and reach some kind of reasonable, less expensive solution if you can. I very, very sage words. Absolutely. So um, you talked about, um, you know, solving problems. And uh, one of the things that uh, I've heard you say is that you help turn real estate problems into money. Is that true? And if so, how does that work? Turning real estate problems into profits even better than money. Mm. Uh, because if you stop your losses, you're in a position to increase your grant, your gains, your profits. So a problem costs you money. And the sooner you can resolve it, the less money you've spent and the more opportunity you have to increase your value, your profits, your peace of mind. All of that happens if your problem that, that you're facing at the particular moment has been taken care of. Right. So it might be helpful for people to know, you know, how we met. We've, we've been, we've been working for a while together. Um, and one of the things that you did a couple of years ago was, you know, you took a shot at, uh, creating some videos and, and, uh, uh, you know, for social media, YouTube, uh, websites, things like that. Um, and there'll be links below folks for, for, for all of this. You've got, uh, uh, you've got a YouTube channel, you've got a, uh, um, your own LinkedIn, of course, and, uh, and and your content is there, as well as your uh, primary website that you uh, work out of is violationlawyers.com. Um, and then you have a personal blog, which we'll, we'll, uh, we'll include a link to uh, as well. Um, but how do you, how do you find, uh, how do your clients find you? Very often they find me through those public links, those app, uh, and, or by referral from my partners and colleagues at my firm, uh, or they're referred by people that I've worked with over the years. After 40 years, I, you get to know a couple of people, uh, <laughs> and people get to know me. Right. And if they think that I'm helpful to them, that might be helpful. I might be helpful to either them again or to uh, people they know. I've gotten two matters uh, in the last month from people that I represented 20 years ago hmm. uh, who still favorably remember me. Imagine that. I, I wonder if there's a, um, a recent story or a recent um, uh, example of somebody that's come to you with something out of the box or something that that they thought was unsolvable that um you were able to you're able to help with of course without you know giving away any personal information but uh um i know that you have you've had some interesting cases that you've worked on well one of my favorite stories is about the lady from south africa who had a child attending 
NYU. And rather than live in a dorm, they spent several $7 million buying a condo overlooking Central Park West uh, in a gorgeous building uh, that had what's called a curtain wall. That is to say, it didn't have a brick face. It had a glass face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the windows, uh, you know, were attached to each other above and beyond and below uh, each unit and across the width of the unit uh, so that the entire face of the building would look like glass. It was glass. Uh, and they found out after they uh, bought the unit, we're entering into what's called an alteration agreement with the co-op, which is an agreement that it would allow workmen in and uh, alterations to the unit because this college student couldn't live in the unit as it was originally constructed. It had to be gut rehabbed, of course, mm-hmm. uh, at a cost of some other million dollars. And uh, the managing agent sent them a, a, a letter with a quote from uh, the bylaws that, or the Declaration of Condominium, uh, excuse me, the, the bylaws of the, of the uh, co-op uh, saying that uh, you're required to replace the windows at your own expense. Now, that would be innoxious enough to be surprised after having bought the unit to then find out that you had this additional cost just because you wanted to change the inside of it. But it also was virtually impossible because it was a curtain wall, because in order to change the windows out in that unit, they would have had to do work in the unit above and in the unit below, and to have plans for the entire uh, window system of the building. And the managing agent was lying. They had misquoted what the declaration, excuse me, what the bylaws said. And as I pointed out before, there's a benefit to being literate. That is to say, I can read and understand those documents. And uh I pointed out to the managing agent and to the lawyer for the co-op, who was a friend of mine, uh, that this was not what was required, that it was at the discretion of the board to require that. And that in this instance, what they, even if they had properly exercised their discretion, it was impossible or at least ridiculously expensive. So we ended up agreeing that they would just replace the glass and not the entire window frame. And the glass was scratched, and they were just as happy to replace it anyway. Mm-hmm. That's an example. And uh, so it's sometimes it's not just thinking outside the box. It's actually digging a little bit deeper in the box to see exactly. <laughs> what's actually there versus what. Uh, well, I don't know how many of your of your viewers or you watch the television show that's on Netflix called Suits. It's about fancy, high-priced lawyers. And what strikes me so funny about it is, first of all, there's no relationship. I will tell all the civilians out there, it bears no relationship to how law is actually practiced. But it's it's delightful entertainment. Uh, but one of the things that strikes me is how often this, the extraordinary solutions that these brilliant lawyers come up with in these dramatic renditions amount to them reading something. I found it in the bylaws. It happens in every episode. Uh, imagine. 
Well, and the thing is, is, is I, I think one of, when it comes to things like real estate, first of all, just the entire field is just fraught with all kinds of laws and, 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 and rules. And as you said, bylaws and, 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 and homeowners associations and, and these types of things. And I, I was in an HOA at one point and, it, you know, completely different state actually is in Hawaii and I'll never, ever, ever be in an HOA again. Um, because anything that's quote open to interpretation um, is going to be interpreted, uh, you know, to whichever party, you know, is, is, is seeking a favorable outcome for themselves or is trying, trying to put something over on someone else. But, as you said, in many cases, it's a matter of you need somebody, they need somebody like you that can actually read what's there and can understand it and can process it and then can, and then can, for lack of a better way of putting it, dumb it down for, for the other part, for the other party to say, no, that's not what it actually said. Well, you mentioned before we got on, uh, on, the screen today, your favorite quote, which is in my signature block, which is from Albert Einstein, and he was pretty bright. And he pointed out that if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. Yeah. And that is a goal that I try to meet. And uh, the other thing that that is part of my practice, uh, uh, an old friend of mine who I used to work with, said, we don't practice real estate law, we practice real estate therapy. Hmm. Which is to say that you're talking about human interactions, you're talking about people having to work together, either in a co-op or a condo in order to manage and take care of their investment in their homes, or in order to deal with neighbors or with potential business uh, partners, uh, people you're buying and selling or doing other things with. Uh, and you need to be able to negotiate and realize what the common interest is, if that can be as effectively accommodated. Yes, absolutely. And, and again, coming, you know, coming back to the quote, it's that literacy that you're talking about, in, in this case, legal literacy, um, but interpreting what is been written down uh in the realm of real life which means that it's human beings it's relationships sometimes well, those relationships no, uh, are contentious and sometimes those relationships uh, uh are, are are not um but if you've got a neighbor guess what you've got a relationship that's right <laughs> with that neighbor that's right uh warren buffett is notorious i'm told for not having contracts just handshake mm -hmm. deals. Well, you know, Warren Buffett can afford that. Uh, but it's a, an extreme example of, an, of a truth that's applicable to the rest of us, uh, which is all the words in a contract are important, but the most important words are the signatures. Hmm. You either can trust your counterparty or you can't. Either they're going to be forthright and reliable or not. And... Uh, you need to pay attention to that as much as whatever the rest of the words say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and one of, and, and, and coming back to, you know, how do your clients reach your find you, et cetera. 
Um, again, you have violationlawyers.com. You have, uh, uh, you're on LinkedIn at Andrew Welchek. You're on uh, YouTube at Andrew Welchek ESQ. Um, and part of what's there is some videos that you shot a little, little while ago. Um, you know, two or three minute videos that give you, you're giving some tips and some ideas. And, and I think it's a great, uh, a great opportunity for people to get to know you a little bit more before they necessarily want to pick up the phone and, and call you. Um, uh, of course, if they're ready to do that, they certainly can. Um, but one of the things and why you did that is, is, uh, is part of what we do with videosocials.net. And you remember for a while with that. Um, and videosocials.net is the understanding that people do want to kind of get to know us, get a, get a feel for us, learn something from us before we jump in necessarily, even if we're being referred. Um, and, uh, that comes down to, you know, the best way to do that is on video. And, and of course the best place to do that is on YouTube and social media and our, our, our websites, et cetera. Um, so that process and, and you were part of that process is we get together a group of typically five to 10 um, uh, professionals, varying industries, very, varying uh, um, ways of, of doing business. Uh, and we take turns practicing and recording our, our videos. Some of those practices turn out to be, as a matter of fact, most of them turn out to be something that's uh, highly postable, uh, but it gives us who are knowledgeable about a certain topic the ability to share that information with people that we don't know um, that uh, may be able to use it and and certainly may be able to um, take another step and, and contact us to see whether or not it's something that's, if they have an issue, that's something that we can help with. So um, I invite uh, uh, any of our audience to come as a guest. Uh, it's videosocials.net. Just click on the guest tab at the top of the screen. There's no cost. There's no obligation, um, and uh, it's highly affordable, highly effective uh, way of getting out there on video, on social media, and websites. It's a barrel of fun, I might point out. I, you, you know, we close every every uh, every session with fun and done, so post it. Um, uh, but you. What was your experience when, when when you were doing it, Andrew? Did you? I, I think I take it you found it fun. This may come as a, an utter surprise, Mark, after all the years we've known each other, but I love to talk. And I love to be offered to people uh, what thoughts and wisdom I might be able to share from my experience about how to resolve problems that, that I know something about and can help them with. And these video social interviews are a great opportunity to demonstrate that. And actually get it done. Right. So uh, I want to help. <laughs> well, Andrew, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that we left out, but what would you what would you leave somebody with um, who's come up with a, whether it be a landlord issue, a tenant issue, uh, you know, something that seems, oh, man, that we're going to end up in court over this. Why should why should they talk to you first and 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 what what uh... because if I can't solve it I know somebody who can hmm. I've been doing this a long time and I know a lot of people and the real estate bar in New York City is in one sense surprisingly small in that the people who know 
and our expert and experienced in any given area are a relative handful. And uh, for example, uh, the owner of a vacant building that uh, needed to figure out what to do in order to sell it, whether to re to fix it up, which it needed a lot of work, or to just s sell it as is, called me in. We had to, you know, involve architects and uh, some of my partners because there were some violations on the building, um, you know, municipal, municipal tickets for uh, conditions in the building. Uh, and together we offered them some options and they're trying to decide how best to proceed. And so it is as much as anything else, it's getting informed, um, you know, from, and it, as you indicated, if it's not your expertise, you know somebody who it, it is their expertise, whether that be an architect or, um, or a zoning expert. Uh, right a title company, a good real estate uh, broker who can uh, analyze the market conditions affecting the price and the value right. uh, from a buyer's point of view or a seller's point of view. All of those are resources that I try to share with my clients or people who call asking for help. Well, Andrew, I appreciate your willingness to share and um, and and your and, and your desire to help people because again, you've created videos, you've created content, you're 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 out there, um, and um, and I just appreciate the fact that you're coming from it from a human perspective, from a how do you help people, um, and uh, and not just from a um, Justice. I, I I love I love the discussion that, that that we had about you know, um, don't seek justice, seek fair you know seek fairness and and seek uh, uh, you know a, a negotiated agreement uh, that that can be followed and lived with, um, because that's ultimately where you're going to find peace, right? Exactly. The judge is not a magician. Right. Uh, he's a referee and. Uh, it's a fight. And if you can avoid that, all the better. Or if you have no other choice, you recognize that and appreciate the effort and the cost and hope for a return on the investment of your time and trouble. Right. Well, with that, I think we'll close, Andrew. I much appreciate it. Again, links to uh, how to reach you and, and, and how to get more information about you will all be included with this. Um, and of course, we're publishing on YouTube and our websites, as well as uh, you'll have it available for for your websites and um, and social media profiles, et cetera, uh, as well as all of the audio podcast platforms. Um, Andrew Welchek, pleasure to have you today and um, look forward to talking again soon. Thank you so much. It's been a real uh, gas and I hope that your viewers have found something of value. I hope so too. Thanks, Ann. You've been listening to Inspiring Business with your host, Mark Bullock. Your positive comments, likes, and most importantly, your sharing of this show with others is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe to the Inspiring Business Podcast on whatever platform you prefer. You can catch prior episodes on videosocials.net and on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all the major podcast platforms.